You can get in your fancy yells, you can drink them by the flagon, but the only food for the brave and true comes from the green dragon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another Kylie's Around the World SBG Tour Recap. And I am knackered, absolutely knackered. I have just come off the Nova Open doubles, uh, in which I had three um, just super fun games. Uh, and yeah, I can't wait to kind of share with you uh, how these games went, because uh, yeah, these, these were a blast. So... Uh, just to kind of set the scene a little bit, um, uh, obviously we had the uh, Chaos Anatta on yesterday, and I had uh, sneakily teamed up with uh, Jacob, who is one of the American powerhouses uh, when it comes to SBG in the US of A. So that uh, was, a, it was, this is a, an amazing opportunity to team up with, you know, another really amazing player and, and try and take this as far as we can get. So for context, we're running the uh, a kind of a weird unholy alliance between uh, the Spider Queen, Drizag, Durbers, and Ashrak. So we got some lots of my uh, a lot of shenanigans and some really juicy enraged beasts and shroud of shadows that we can really play play around with in this list. And yeah, th this list was so much fun to play too. I I'm so glad Jacob kind of put up the idea for just going mass spiders. We were gonna like originally go like. Something a bit more mainstream, like Assault and Lothlorien, but going with this particular build where we have like twenty odd spiders or something stupid, um, it yeah, it was just so much, so much fun to to just play around with this. So, uh, hats off to uh, Jacob for coming up with this idea for this. But anyway, going into uh, round one, uh, and yeah, we had a we had a banger of a game round one. So we were up against a kind of Witch King, Wag Chieftain, Golfing Bull, Angmar army. So lots of like spooky, spooky uh, uh, war guys that like cause terror and stuff. And they had a Wag Chieftain in there as well, which was uh, really fun to like have to play around. And the scenario we got was uh, not command the battlefield, a, a total conquest. So it's the double scenario where you have five objectives, one in the middle, and you got to call them up. Uh, one player starts in the middle. And the other player has to come on reinforcements. So it was going to be really interesting to see how priority landed on the first turn. Now, we did get a bit lucky uh, uh, in the fact that um, we got to go first and charge in with all of our big, scary spiders. And we had the Spider Queen starting in the center of the table. And Jacob absolutely played this magnificently. He went in, peeled off, trapped everything else. And even though Golfing Ball did get a chance to come in around the side, to get into a combat, Queenie called a heroic combat, changed her angle of attack, and hurled through a bunch of combats, knocking down uh, so, so, so many wags and, and proning so many as well. Even getting Golfing Bull off his wag, which was an absolute big deal, saved us another wag on that flank as well. And yeah, after the first turn, Jacob's rolling the combats was absolutely insane. I had never seen someone roll this many sixes consecutively combat to combat to combat so after turn one we had traded one giant spider and one wound on another giant spider so effectively three wounds on giant spiders four six wild wags six wild riders 
dismounting two more wild rats, dismounting golfing ball, and all that for just a spider and a wounding mother. That was absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. And, and to top it all off, the Witch King rolled a big fat two on his roll to come onto the ball, which is the worst possible roll in this scenario. And yeah, we, we promptly, me and Jacob kind of just looked at each other and went, banish? And we're like, banish. So we banished him to the back six inches of the board and kind of got him stuck up near some terrain features. And yeah, the Witch King was not having a good day. It was a big slog for him to come back out and around. Um, our opponents did uh, do a little uh, cheeky little um, black dart on a on our, our lone chunky wild uh, sorry not wild wild fell wag that we have in our list just to fill out the last ten points and um, chunky's gonna come up a bit in this little episode. Uh, chunky was kind of like our uh, army's mascot. He was he was the only wag in the list and the only one kind of running around uh, doing things. But yeah, he managed to get two kills in this game, pulled off. Two will points and a might point from the Witch King to pull off the Black Dart to allow the Wild Chieftain to come back out of the gap he was boxed in. And yeah, it was it was just insane for that. The, the amount of luck we got in this game was kind of ridiculous. Um, our opponents on the first turn, and I still can't believe this roll happened, rolled four ones with the witch, uh, with uh, the wild wild chieftain in the combat. Uh, fortunately, the wild riders managed to win the combat for the uh, for the chieftain. But what really hurt, what really kicked the chieftain is even though the, the the wild chieftain who spent his might to win the combat failed to wound. That's right, he failed to wound two wild riders, a wild chieftain, all needing only needing threes. And he failed to wound, stalling out his heroic combat, which meant we were able to easily get the assassination on their banner bearer and put us in a really commanding position. It didn't get better from there. Later on, the witch king managed to run into combat, setting up a heroic combat with him and the wild chieftain. And then we had one of our bats pass courage test, charge the uh, charge the witch king who who you know took the higher fight and then decided to you know roll another four ones in the combat and yeah it was a lot of that game uh, a lot of that kind of going on they our, our opponents did manage to sneak off a, a wound on our queenie in the last couple of turns with a cheeky black dart but yeah when, when you're rolling that that that's bad across your combats it is going to be an uphill slog i think we only lost three or four spiders during the course of that game and yeah, we, we, we walked away with a, I think it was, uh, what have I got here? 12-1 win, which is really good because uh, victory point scored is the first tiebreaker, then victory point differential. So starting the tournament with a big 12-1 win is a big deal for us. So we were in a really good position going into round two. In fact, me and Jacob was in such a good position going into round two that we managed to secure the top table. Table one, we were sitting pretty on with our big 12 victory points. And uh, yeah, this next game was absolutely insane. So we were up against a uh, against Joseph and Ben, and they were running Boromir, Faramir, and Hiram. So the Bash Brothers back together again uh, for an absolutely stomper of a game. This was the uh, capture... Capturing control, not capturing control. Okay, capture. It's it's the it's the double scenario where you have to have just lots of guys in the center, 
and you, and you both start uh kind of split up so yeah it, it kind of came in we, we threw everything kind of forward i was kind of in this really awkward position where i thought that our opponents were going to uh become and gank us but uh we, we uh got, got not lucky but we got in a good position where we could uh, throw out the frisbees with the queenie uh she sent forward some broodlings and managed to pin down boromir now boromir not wait wanting to waste an opportunity promptly called a root combat I was able to sneak his way into a couple more spiders the next turn, and yeah, Boromir just didn't roll any sixes. Uh, so it couldn't not roll a six, and just punched a broodling dead, killed another two, and yeah, we were we were. I was like looking at Joe, like, mm, maybe maybe it was a tad aggressive with how far you push forward your um your uh, uh spiders. Uh, I did ask him to come through through and throw out a frisbee to pin Boromir in place so at least force out the might point but having to force out the might point and then letting Boromir go into another two spies and kill and him not having to use any extra might was was a bit of a kick in the teeth so it doesn't matter we were in good position though this was the main thing we had really good positioning on the next turn and we were able to even get a sneaky heroic combat and threaten Huron and Faramir who had kind of ran basically into the center of the table now Huron and uh, Huron and Faramir were in this awkward position where they were down on fire, um, but they had the resources to strike up. So Huron and Faramir both strike up, and then I'm I'm looking at uh I'm looking at Jake and going, well, you could just bowl them, and that's what we promptly did. Called the heroic combat with Queenie, but didn't actually commit Queenie to the combats. Forced the two strikes out, and yeah, we we had a random strength uh fight six spider. We were like, well. Who cares? The spider's dead at the end of the turn anyway. He's going to raise space because he'd already taken a wound. Screw it. We'll just throw in a Huron. We actually had the tie combat against Huron because Huron brought a big fat one on his strike. But um, unfortunately for us, we didn't get six in the combat. And Huron just won up the combat, spent all the might, and uh, just beat back the uh, the um, uh, beat back the spiders. So that was it. Was an interesting start to the game. Boromir had also managed to isolate off a couple more combats and go in. Uh, meanwhile. All of the extra spiders in the combat with Queenie all consolidated into just chaff. So we were in a really, really good position to, to kind of put some pressure on in the next turn. And this is where Jacob showed his mastery of, of, of spiders and just the mastery of the game in general. Next turn, our opponents called a move, but we didn't call anything. You know, Queenie was out of charge range, but she was in charge range because of, you know, difficult terrain shenanigans. And I had called a sneaky channel with Jurazag just to kind of keep them on their toes a bit, keep our opponents guessing about where we're going, and this paid off big for us, because they left open a really nasty hurl from Queenie, so Queenie went in, she called the hurl, hurled down the line, uh, killed our own spider, unfortunately also killed our enraged spider, but the main thing was we got Huron off his horse, and Faramir off his horse, and the spider that was in the way blocking us from getting into Faramir died, which opened up the gate, for Queenie to then just go, well, I'm on her at combat and charge into Faramir. And we were like looking at a kill shot here on Faramir because Queenie this turn was also invisible. So it was going to be very hard for the our opponents to navigate back. Wasn't the channels invisible, just the regular invisible. You know, we, we keep things on the, on the down low. And yeah, Queenie just tore, looked to tore Faramir ahead. Unfortunately, we did not hit the six. Rolled hot garbage on our elves, but Faramir. He shielded up, so 
we managed to not take anything on the back on the recoil. Uh, Faramir, uh, sorry, Boromir was making his way back towards the center, called a heroic combat from the far flank and came in. But by doing so, he also left all of his uh, basic troops and his infantry uh, behind, kind of on their own. And Jacob absolutely abused this fact. Jacob just went to town on this contingent of uh, um, uh, contingent of uh, just you know uh, minister of warriors. And in fact, of the like six, seven spiders, he only left a broodling and just kills everything over the next couple of turns. Like just wiped out Boromir's entire contingent. The only thing left in Boromir's warband at the end of these two couple of turns was Boromir. And Boromir was making a beeline in the center, trying to hit, hit uh, go, and go after Queenie. And uh, yeah, we, we were able to put massive amounts of pressure on. And this next turn is is the turn that it, it was was still in the game. So I called a channel with Atra to threaten the uh, the uh, Shroud of Shadows. Boromir was in range to charge Queenie. And Faramir and the crew were like on the ground, kind of messed up and all over the stuff, you know. Both Faramir and Huron had taken a wound, they were out of mind at this point, it was just Boromir left. So Boromir goes in with everybody, gets a charge in, peels off and isolates the combat, and then it's our turn to react, because we didn't already. And Shroud of Shadows came down, made Queenie, basically auto-winning the combat as long as she rolls a six. But we had an interesting choice. If we enraged Beast on Queenie, Queenie then has a potential to take a wound at the end of the turn, turning over a victory point. But if we don't, we don't have those extra two attacks that we desperately needed to help with the combat. Two attacks with one point of might is not as reliable as uh, four attacks with one point of might. I think the, the difference is 55% to 80%, so it was actually a big deal for us. We opted not to go for the enraged beast on Queenie. Um, Probably to Jacob's detriment here, as you'll find out in a moment. Uh, I just enraged a standard spider just to get a couple of kills on two random rages who rolled double sixes and then double sixes again to kill. So rip the the, the enraged spider there. Uh, but Queenie lost her combat to um, Boromir, and because Boromir was on the charge, just went, well, I'm you on threes, and just promptly smacked Queenie with his stick killing her in one shot so it was really rough to lose uh, an entire point of might there with queenie we, we probably should have defense or something like that but we were going aggressive we figured uh jacob figured two might with the uh sorry two attacks with the might is a decent chance which he was right 55 percent chance is not terrible but uh yeah we had some work to do now because we're down our leader we conceded some points there and our opponent still had a fair chunk of models, but this next turn, this next turn, myself and Jacob rolled absolutely madhouse. We won the move off, managed to get a new pin, pinned off everything. So every single like warrior and ranger in the four in uh, our opponent's force was basically fighting a spider one on one. Like it was so bad that Huron actually just died to a random better back. Just the random back went, well, you didn't get a six, and I did smack. Take two wounds, insta kill on Huron there. Uh, Faramir too. He won his combat against Ashrak, but wounded him and then just fell over paralyzed. And all these other smaller combats around the edges just were going in our advantage. You know, we had the attack superiority and the strength superiority. So pretty much every time we won a combat, we converted a kill and were able to really punish our opponents uh, in that regard. But the big, the big sad of this round was on the final combat of the game. We had 
Faramir, uh, sorry, uh, not Faramir, Boromir, trapped, surrounded by two Venombacks and two regular spiders and a bat swarm. And we lost combat. We lost the combat. How did we lose the combat? We failed our enraged beast on a on a three plus with the might from Ethan's back. We failed the courage test from the horn from a courage four, um, uh, courage test uh with uh Drizak. and then Boromir just swung around and just killed a random spider. And I was looking at it going, "That's two victory points in the bag. Oh, we should have needed that, but." Uh, I mean, sometimes that just happens. The dash just say no, and yeah, it was a bit of a rough yikes moment, but this was an absolutely a banger game. There was so much push and pull, and it's always fun when you play Ashrak and Drizag and just call a channel. You like you don't know where the channel is going to get her or what you're going to try and like cast or what action you're going to do with it, but you just know that, yeah, this is just to make you think, to make just kind of scare you, and yeah, we had a lot of fun with in this game kind of keeping it upbeat and it, it was it looked like it could go either way but yeah that last turn where we just got the kills it was was so horrific in fact that once we counted the models in the center of the objective at the end of the game we actually had 14 to 7 so we actually doubled our opponents they managed to secure a 8-3 victory towards us which was big because we got the double victory point secure for the major victory, which was definitely going to help us going into our final round, round three. Now, this this round, I'll I'll be blunt. This this game came down to a single moment, one shot from our opponents. Now, up against Joshua and Luke, who are big fans of uh, both myself and Jacob, having listened to the podcast, and Jacob being a very prominent member of uh, the community over in the US. And we're up against Calibor and Guai here in Duel of Wits. Now, Duel of Wits is a scenario where you have to secretly pick a model to kill. And if you kill that, you get points. And if you don't kill that model, you get points for your opponent's models of your heroes that they try to kill. So if you keep your heroes alive and keep them in the center of the table, then, well, hey, you get to, you get to hang around a bit longer, which is kind of really cool. It's a fun, interesting scenario, and... I, I had set up a, a kind of kill box in my little my little corner of the world. I made sure that even if the eagles decided to come hard hard aggressive on me, I'd be able to like call channels, call spells, and just just generally make the the uh the eagles have a really bad day. And the eagles decided not to come at me on turn one, but turn two, after they moved into the center of the board, they did threaten a charge. Now our opponents wanted to move off and me and Jacob both thought, oh, Eagles want to move off from the center of the board because we had run out all our spiders directly forward. They're going to disengage. They're going to go behind the elves and reset the line and make this a real slug. And then the Eagles flew. They flew directly into the spiders on my weak flank because I'm the weak side. I have the shamans and nowhere near as many spiders as uh, uh, Jacob has on his flank. So, yeah, I was in this, this awkward position of like, Oh crap, I don't have the models in this combat to, to really fight back. I need my bat, and I don't know if I can get my bat into the combat. So essentially this game came down to a single role. A single courage test of can a bat swarm charge in and trap Wahir so that the Venom Bats can do the work. And as it turns out, I can. In fact, Druzak's courage for buff 
came in clutch here because I rolled the six, was able to put the Batswing into combat behind Squire here, threw the Enraged Beast in, got the high fight value guaranteed, and after dogpiling a whole bunch of Venom backs and a whole bunch of regular spiders into the combat, even through Guahir's heroic defense, the spiders tore down the giant bird and decided to have chicken for breakfast. Derbez as well spent a couple of points of might just a flat win of combat. He defensed, but the eagle just rolled bad. Derbez had a couple of spider friends and went, well, I guess I'll spend some might to kill a kid chicken. And we were able to really, really put the pressure on and convert. We had a couple of dice moments because we knew we weren't quite top table um, going into round three. We'd, we'd slipped a little on the victory points, but we knew we were up for a chance. So we were trying to get every single point that mattered. Every single one. Maybe try and get the wipeout, what have you. We just need the max points. And um, kind of going into the next turn, eventually Calibre manages to win a roll-off, sneak his way into Queenie, throw the transfix. Queenie has to like blow all her will and a might point to to resist. So going into the penultimate turn, it's Queenie versus Caliborn, both with a point of might. And me and Jacob sweating. We're, we're sweating because every VP matters at this point for, for differential. We would need the tie-breaking differential points and the v total VP scored. And we're like, we ran the odds. The heroic defense was the better play here. Strike could be good, but if our opponent strikes as well and gets a 10, and we don't, the Elven Blade is going to be important. So we went for the defense. It was slightly better odds. I think like, only by like a 8 9%. And rolled out the combat. We got the 6. But Caliborn, with the mighty Lords of, uh, Lord of the West, re-rolls into the 6 and wins the combat. And we held our breath. We were like, oh no. What's going to happen? Is he going to wound? He has... Three dice with a reroll. If he wounds Queenie here, we lose a massive chunk of points. And luckily for us, the dice landed. 5-5-1. Five, five, misses the wound. Kelborn rolls that extra dice. And there's was, there was this moment like at Heartbeat where you see the six face cross over the top of the dice before it rolls over and lands into a one. And we went, phew. Dodged a bullet there. So Queenie managed to get out. We had the last might play of the game. Drizag calls the move, pulls Queenie out of danger, and then it was just open season. We stacked on, dog piled on the remaining elves and the remaining evil, and were able to essentially completely wipe out their opponents, tabling them completely. Now, this is where it got a bit interesting because uh, even though we tabled our opponents, we only got the 10 mil because. Obviously, running spiders, we don't have a banner, so we don't get the points for that. But we figured, you know, 10 mil, that's probably good enough to get us to the to, to, to the podium at the very least. Maybe even the win, because that's a lot of points we, we have in the bag. Two, a 12-1, a 10 mil, and an 8-3. Those are really good game scores to, to go into that final round. But as we had the dust settles, as we tallied up our, uh, our, our, our players, kind of, Thanking our opponents of Josh and Luke for kind of kind of going balls deep, uh, and, and having the cojones to be able to run in and 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 put the game on a single courage test. Because I can tell you right now, if we had a failed that courage test with that single bat into Guahi, we were in all sorts of trouble because we had no peel for our heroes and 
it turns out they wanted to kill Drozak and Ashrak, so we're in a, we're in a bit of a yikes moment there. So we, we got that, but after the dust settles, we calculated the victory point. Evan Iverson walks over, and he's he's asked, "So how did the game go?" And we're like, "Oh, we got the ten mil." And Evan's face went white. I'm like, "Oh, that's weird. Wonder what's going on over there." So Evan walks back to his table, has a quick chat to his dad. And then I saw the most insane plays I've ever seen at a double event. Evan and his dad somehow managed to pull out a 12 mil in their game to secure the win for the tournament, managing to propel them over us in terms of victory points scored and victory point differential, and snag the win away from us in the clutchest way possible playing to every out they could in their game to get that 12-0. And you know what, Evan? Hats off you, man. To, to be able to go into Duel of Wits and play to every single out and every, protect every single VP and do that, mate, that was just an absolute masterclass, Stefan. But you know what? We, we, we got second place at the end of it. That is an amazing result for us. Um, even if the last game was 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 very very on a on a on a single wire like i cannot stress how much i was like stressing in the last turn of of, of our game our, our game three game today of like oh how this courage test we are in trouble but uh, hey it landed for us we had some really good matchups and look playing the all spider list was oh absolute blast so much fun we all of our games we were having laughs with our opponents having drinks you know just having just a generally good time because it was a very fun list to play and, you know, working away with the second place at the end of the day. I mean, what more can you ask for? So thank you so much, Jacob, for being an amazing double partner. I, I look forward to having another game, uh, a game with you, uh, mono a mono in the future. But, hey, playing uh, playing beside you uh, in this tournament is, is just as good, I think. So... Yeah, big shout-outs to everyone uh, at the tournament today that came and said hi. Uh, I had so many players come and say hi. Uh, Kyle, Josh, uh, Bruno, AG, Avery, Ian, Thomas, Lucas, Alex. All big shout-outs to you guys. It was great meeting you all, having a chat. I mean, I absolutely love going around and chatting to fans and stuff and, and finding out how, you know, COVID, during COVID and stuff, podcasts and, and everyone's uh, videos and stuff, we're getting back into the hobby. So... Guys, keep 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 giving all these like those little bits and pieces because when we when I hear stuff like that, when we all hear stuff like that, it it keeps invigorating us to to keep making these episodes for you and keep doing what we can. So, thank you for being such gracious hosts. Thank you, Jacob, for an amazing second place finish. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna get to bed because my eyes are so tired and bleary right now that I need to crash and sleep because I have another six games to play over the next three days so yeah that's gonna be going to be fun i'm sure so without further ado i'm gonna leave you all there and as always traps win games thank you for listening to the green dragon podcast please be advised that the green dragon podcast is not suitable for children the elderly pregnant women those with a history of heart conditions, or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on thegreendragonpodcasts at gmail.com. Yes, it has an S at the end. 
or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers, or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. Farewell, listener, until we meet again.